Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Don't blame me. Not the I'm pod. I'm just adjusting. She's just adjusting. Um, guys, it's me and Melissa today. Hello. It's a Melissa and Megan, Melissa and I. It is just ought. No, that's the king and I. I was <laughs> going to say it's just, you know, when you yeah. have to like, figure out if it's I or me. Oh, yeah. Melissa and me. 
let's just keep it as me because we got to go with the M's. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're yeah. all about branding here. M M M M M M M M M M M M. Tasty. I actually just listened to. I think it was our last one or the one before that of you and me. We're well, so funny. I mean, I don't know which one you listened to, so I, I can't either. answer your no, question. I, I couldn't even tell you which what we talked about, but like it was just like, God, we're funny. Okay. Maybe I listened to two of them. Yeah. Of I us. mean, there was two last month, so. And we didn't get any, not that we would get complaints, but like you guys all, I, I love that every time it's you and I, everyone's like, oh, I love when it's just them. Yeah. It's just fuck all the rest of our guests. <laughs> we, we love, love the them. rest of our guests, we do. but. You know, but, but hey, this, it's a good time. Yeah, when it's just us. It's such a good time. Um, so if you guys are new here, this is an advice podcast. You guys call in and leave voicemails for us. And then we give you advice. And if your life is going to shit and you need some advice, you can give us a call at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. I had a brand tell me, like message me on my main Instagram saying that they liked my podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. They make weed products. And I was like, can I have can some? Can we send them over? I think, I think if they're, I mean, they listen. So yeah, they <laughs> listen. Um, so guys, uh, can't wait to uh, get some of that. Yeah. Mm, hella down. Mm-hmm. Well, um, do we have anything to say before well, we start? we've got our Patreon, you know? <gasps> yes, guys. Oh my God. Motorcycle. I know. And those you can actually hear yeah. on the podcast. It, the audio doesn't cut it. I mean, the mics don't cut it out. Because so. small dick energy prevails. Yeah. Small dick energy. Yeah, guys, we launched our Patreon. I'm pretty stoked about it. We're, we've been talking about wanting to do this for a really long time. And now, now it's here. And we said for our opinionated Olivia's, if you mm-hmm. joined before August, then you'd get a shout out. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we've got a shout out to Emily Donahue. Emily Donahue. Don um, of the Hughes. Woohoo. Thank you so much. Thanks, Emily. You're number one homie. Sorry, guys. What? what? I it's mean, like she's she our is. number one. She is. She's our number one. Yeah. So, you can be number two. Yeah. So um, whoever the next people are, if you sign up before the end of August, then you'll get a yeah. shout out too. Oh my God, my birthday month. Fuck, I'm going to be 26. Oh my gosh, I'm 33. I know, but like, <laughs> I, like, I, like, do you, what age do you feel on the inside? Oh, I forget my age all the time. I think I'm 30. Okay. Because I, like, I don't feel that, I don't, I I just feel like I've stopped aging at 22, but I don't feel 22. But every time anyone asks me my age, I'm like, I think I'm 22. And I'm not. And so the farther I get away from 22, the more ridiculous it is. Because deep down, I feel like I'm 37. But like, I don't know why I think I'm 22. Yeah. You don't have a 22-year-old energy. No, not at all. Also, 22 was a terrible year of my life. Like, I don't want to like, maybe maybe that's why I'm like stunted there. Maybe. More therapy. Talk about that in therapy next time. Oh my God. That's true. Okay. Should we hop into it? Let's do it. Hi, Megan. Hi, Melissa. So I called in a couple weeks ago with a completely different issue, but I have a new one or a new blossoming one, if you will. So I've been dating my present boyfriend for a year and a half, and I'm 23. He is 22. So lately, my family has been doing a lot of family events, family outings. I'm very close to my family. I'm very involved with my family. Um, And I just, I love my family. They are the most important thing in my life. And so being around my family is probably one of my favorite things. So... (laughs) How my boyfriend ties into that is a little interesting. I've been noticing that more and more lately, 
when I've invited him to family events, uh, family gatherings, family outings, whatever it will, whatever, whatever it is, uh, he's been suddenly not having time for it or not wanting to make time for it. Or another thing he's been telling me more is that he's just, you know, tired. He wants to spend time at home, which I completely understand and I support. But my sister is home for, from college for a couple of weeks and her boyfriend is coming as well. And we have a couple of different um, family gatherings and family outings. So just because this doesn't happen every day. And um, he is conveniently uh, busy those days with things that maybe I wouldn't deem necessary. And maybe that sounds harsh, but it's just the way I'm feeling. Like, you know, one day he planned to go out with his best friend, but they made this plan after I, I invited him to go with my family to an amusement park. And, like, I understand Family things are not that big of a deal to him, but they are to me. And I've expressed this, and he doesn't seem to understand. And he's told me that he's just too tired to go a lot of the time, which at the same time I understand. But I feel like he's potentially, I don't know, getting sick of me or my family, but won't say it. I don't know. And I almost think things and take a step back and not be so upset. It just feels kind of weird to go to a family outing where my sister and her boyfriend are there and my whole family is there, even distant relatives. And then, you know, my boyfriend couldn't make it because he's tired, didn't feel like going or has a, you know, an unimportant outing with his best friend planned that could be rescheduled, at least in my mind. I don't know. Maybe I'm being ridiculous. I want, I want an outsider's uh, perspective of this. She got cut off because she was long. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> do you want to start? Because um, you're close with your family. I am close with my family, but I also don't like people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can relate to him mm-hmm. in a, on a lot of levels. I also hate amusement parks yeah so and those are and if he's tired those are like a all day Mm -hmm. thing where you're out in the heat there's a ton of people around Mm -hmm. um like waiting in lines is just long being like it's just it's just exhausting so if he's tired already like I can understand if he can go hang out with his friend you know like doing something low-key and doesn't want to hang out with your family yeah, I also think like I for this I again, I also really relate to your boyfriend on this one. Um I think like it's awesome that you're so super close to your family, but they're your family. Mm-hmm. They're not his family and you didn't bring up how much you guys hang out with his family or anything like that. And that also doesn't really I don't think that really matters because everybody's relationship with their parents is different. So like he just might not like they might not have like as much of a either they don't live as close or they don't have as much of a, Oh, we spend all this time together or they do. And he doesn't necessarily, uh, and he likes to have you around, but he doesn't value the, that quality time and spending as much as you do with them. Um, which is totally fine. I definitely (laughs) am like more on that side. Um, and I think like comparing 
hit it to how your sister and her boyfriend and all of those things like that. I think that's not really fair because it's their choices. Mm -hmm. And I think if this is a deal breaker for you, which it sounds like a deal breaker and you want somebody who's going to join your family, then this might not be the guy for you. And I don't think there's anything wrong with either side of it, but also that whole thing of like, when you date someone, you date their family. Like I, to be perfectly honest, I'm not, I I get massive social anxiety usually when it comes to like uh, having to be on about like all the time. And that's what happens when you're in that situation. And for you, it's easy because it's your parents, it's your siblings. And you can tell your, like you can tell him that all of him like, Oh, you don't have to put like, you're totally fine. Like you don't have to stress about it, but no matter what, like it's not his family. Like, Mm -hmm. and no matter how close he feels to them, he's still having to put like be that boyfriend and really just like put it on. And that's exhausting and it's not really super fun. And just the amount that you talk about hanging out with your boyfriend, um, with Matt, you talk about like hanging out with your family. Mats and I have this whole thing. Um, and we've said this from the beginning of our relationship of there's certain things that like, we're going to invite each other to, and we'll have the invite. It can be up there. You can say yes, you can say no, but there's only a few things that we will really insist that is this is a really important thing for you to be at. Mm-hmm. And even that that's the, those are the things that, okay, we reschedule something for. This is the thing that, okay, it might not be like either one of our absolute favorite things to do. And it might not even be either of our favorite things to do, but it's an obligation. And we will reserve those super important things, but not everything is that important. And yeah. I've had friends who've dated people who every event has been that a really important one. So for you having to be like, well, he could reschedule all of this. It's like, well, it sounds like he's hung out with your fucking family a ton. Yeah. And like your sister's home for college from college. That's your sister. You spend time with her. And I don't think that you, if anyone in your family makes you feel weird for the fact that like your boyfriend's not around as much as like anyone else's, like he's got his own, he's got his own life. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say your relationship is doomed at all, but I think you do need to figure out if this is a deal breaker for you or not, because I recently had a friend, um, her and her boyfriend broke up and a huge aspect of it was the fact that like, she was really close with her family. He was really close with his family, but he wanted her to join his family. And she was like, I still have like my own stuff. And I think everyone's great and all of that. But like at the end of the day, like if that's the kind of relationship that you need, then that's not going to work out. Um, so yeah, I would just, I would just come at it from um, a way of thinking like as much as you really enjoy all of this, is it, do you really, is it a deal breaker? Like, do you need anyone? Do you need to have a partner who's like always around and with you with your family, which that is so like romantic comedy to me, which I love, like, I love that. I think that's great. I'm not that kind of person. And I also wouldn't be, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't date somebody where that was also the case. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think like you're totally valid in like, if this is how you feel, this is how you feel. But I would also take a step back from the situation and maybe, maybe this time, like you don't push it and you let him do his own thing. And then realize yeah. like, okay, you can still have fun if he's not there. Yeah. Like you can still have a great relationship and have him not be around all of the time. And also maybe it's just, he doesn't come around for every single little thing. And then you deem what's important. But I think right now too, if you, if he's been around your family so much and been doing all of these things, um, he's, you're right. He's not going to tell you if he's sick of them. Like you should just ask him. Oh my God. But he can't say that. No, you can just be like, Hey, I noticed that you don't come around my family as much as you used to. Um, is this too overwhelming for you? right? Yeah. And, and be like, what's let's come up with a good way of knowing, because maybe right now he's tapped out for a couple months and like, he's not going to see them. So you don't make, you don't decide, okay, let's decide what's important. FYI, the thing right now is really important. Yeah. And just let him know, you know, like, like I, if you don't want to come, that's okay. 
it, mm-hmm. it, it's not completely okay with me. Um, but I I just want you to know, like, I respect your decision, yeah. but I feel odd, awkward being there with like my family, my sister, and she has her boyfriend there, and then other family has their significant others mm-hmm. there, and I'm the one without my significant yeah. other. Yeah, I think you just you guys need to you need to decide what are the important things. Mm-hmm. And then he could make time for that. But it's a lot to ask someone to make time for everything. And I also, if if he might not be super close to this family, they might not live close by. Like my friends are my family to me. So like mm-hmm. for me, if I had plans with my best friend and then like was rescheduling for something like for me, that is, that is, that does carry the same level of importance as some people is with their family. Um, so I, yeah, I would just, I, I think he also just doesn't want to hurt your feelings mm-hmm. and that's why he's coming up with all yeah. th- this but other stuff but her feelings are yeah. being hurt so if you don't say something then it's just going to get worse um <laughs> but as somebody who i don't have i'm not i don't have that close relationship there's also if he also doesn't have a close relationship it's i've definitely been in situations with um like Mats's family and stuff where like i have to tell him like we have to take a break like not that this is anything necessarily personal against anyone but it's like as somebody who doesn't have a great relationship with parents like it can be hard to like mm-hmm. spend a lot of time around like you see like a really happy family and for you you might think of like if he doesn't have a happy home life like oh i'm so glad i can bring him into mine it's still not his yeah and i've had people say that before like who like when they invite me to do family stuff it's like well you're a part of our family and i'm like that's really really nice and really sweet but like I'm not and the sentimental value and stuff that you hold I know it's like coming from the greatest place ever that you want to extend that to me but I don't have those nostalgic feelings towards Mm -hmm. this and it can just be like a little triggering and like not necessarily a way that he finds that that makes him feel super happy um so I would just I would yeah focus on that and then also at the like last thing I'll say about this but but how much of really really wanting him to be there um do you value versus when you look at him, is he having a good time when he's there? Yeah. So you're like ideal situation with partners. Like you should want them to be enjoying it as much as you. So having him come, if having him come is the win, I think you should also focus on like, Oh, do I just want him to be here for like saving face because everyone else is here? Or like, is he having a good time? And I, am I also having a good time because he's here and he, I can see that he's enjoying himself. Mm -hmm. And maybe if he comes around less and like he's more fun to be around and you enjoy his presence there more. I think that's I think it's a great thing. Yeah. And what's you guys what's your relationship like as a whole? Yeah. Like, is this just the one thing that is like bothering you or are there other things going on as well? Yeah. 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 Well, best of luck. Give us an update. We'd love to know. Yeah. And uh, have fun at the amusement park. That sounds fucking exhausting. As somebody who relates to your brother on the tired level. Boyfriend, not brother. What? Did I say brother? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Don't fuck your brother. (laughs) I relate. I'm tired. (laughs) We're the same. Okay. On to the next. Hi, I'm 24. And I am calling because I need advice about this guy. I met him on Bumble like two years ago. And he ends up just visiting and he lives five hours away. So we have been talking casually, got to know each other, have become pretty close friends and recently he ended up moving back so we have been hanging out casually dating with intentions of maybe becoming more serious this summer once we're not so busy I've really enjoyed hanging out with him but like the sex aspect of things is really weird like I just found out he's 28 that he 
hasn't so much as made out with anyone for six years, which, you know, at first I thought it was weird, but each their own. And then we started messing around and he has a really hard time getting hard. And then once he is hard, he has a hard time keeping it up, which, you know, it happens sometimes. I get nervous. But after the first few times, I kind of tried bringing him up and he was super awkward about it. So I dropped it. And then there was this one point where he went to get a condom and he came back and I went down on him and he had put numbing gel on himself and my mouth went numb and I started drooling everywhere and I tried to bring it up again. He caught kind of like angry with me for bringing it up and he it wouldn't be that big of a deal but when he goes down on me he's perpetually like a half of an inch to the right and I've tried being sexy about it and saying oh no like move your head just right here and to the point where I was like right here this is the spot and he still can't get it right so I really enjoy spending time with him but I don't want to go into something knowing that this is going to be an issue. So I guess just wondering what your advice on this would be. Should I talk to him about it, even though he's like been upset about it every time we wrap it up? Or would this be a good enough reason to not try getting more serious? I don't know. Thanks. I just, okay, I need us all to visualize I'm so sorry this is happening too, but I just really just saw the visualized moment that she went down on him. She comes back up. She's drooling everywhere because her mouth is numb. That is like, this is a comedy. We have to save this for in a comedy. Oh, have you ever yeah. made out with someone who's just done Coke and not knowing? No. Um, is it Coke that does it or one of them? But it makes your mouth go numb and all fuzzy and numb. And like the idea that like, I can only imagine that that would be so much worse. Also, like, did it taste funny like does it taste like icy hot like what's the numbing or is that a thing no there's like numbing gel for your penis but is it numbing or is it like icy hot because like no numbing seems like you know like the in if you get the ones that are like extends condoms that are for guys yeah that stuff that's on that that coats that but isn't that so you don't come too fast that's what he's trying to do Wait, is he coming too fast or is he not coming at all? He's not staying hard. So he's trying to like, oh. so the sensation. Oh, OK. In my mind, I was like, well, I feel like you're not going to stay hard if you yeah. can't feel your dick. No, but that's what he's trying to not feel so he can stay hard harder. Oh, hard longer. <sighs> wow. OK, you need to be done with him. I don't. Maybe he he's like, I guess he's trying, but maybe there's other things like an underlying thing that he needs to get checked out. If he hadn't made out for anybody in six years, it was it because he was nervous about because he can't stay mm -hmm. hard and he has this issue, this ED issue where he has he been checked out to see what's wrong with him. OK, but my mind's not even at the penis stuff. It's at the fact that he cannot get, eat her out. And you know, she's giving him explicit you know, advice in the words of a former caller. <laughs> You just got to grab him by the head. But he's, she <laughs> he's did. down there. She No, she told him. She, she well, should physically he's there. move him. She said she showed him right there and he still can't do it. I just think, here's the thing. Like, I think like in the, like if, if this was all on paper, on the scheme, in the scheme of things, like a guy who um, struggles to stay hard uh, and the sex isn't all there, but you really like him. I would say like, 
I don't think that that's like a doomed situation, but I think you saying like, is this enough of a reason to end it? Like the, even in your voice, I think for you it is. And I think that's fine. Like I'm, I will fully admit like <laughs> I'm not somebody and this sounds whatever it sounds bitchy or whatever. But like if I hook up with somebody for the first time and like it sucks, I'm not really one of those people who like is going to work at it. Like I don't want I like I want our sex to be better. But like if it sucks, I have a really hard time immediate unless it's like, OK, think about the difference between being awkward and clunky. OK, I don't know. I'm fucking looking at you because you've only ever had good sex and great sex. OK, whatever. So but <laughs> anyone in general, like if I've ever had like if it's bad, I have a hard time staying super attracted to that person unless the reasons why it's bad it is coming from a place that it's like, oh, this is just like a little clunky and awkward and it's going to get better. But if it feels like not compatible and it's not working and this is clearly like you've said, this has been multiple times and it's been multiple times. Like, again, I'm not even thinking about the the erectile dysfunction part. Like I'm purely thinking about the fact that like you've literally told him how to go down on you and like he he can't. And it also seems like him getting like angry and like defensive about like sex in gen like in that in general like doesn't seem like somebody who is also trying to work at it you know what i mean mm -hmm. and also like putting that on without even telling you or anything like that like that's just not good communication yeah like he, what if you were really allergic to it true you know like that is true. that's just in like the fact that like you're cool with like oh i'm gonna put this shit on my dick like and i the, he didn't know that it would make your mouth numb yeah too. like that's just a little like it's just a little odd and like the not having made out with anyone in, like a bunch of years like I don't think that's necessarily like, I don't think it's necessarily like says anything other than like, yeah, it's a little odd. And the oddness of that is kind of checking out in the rest of things that are happening now. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, that was weird. Like, that's weird. But maybe there's something, maybe there's, I don't know. Like I didn't hook up with someone for like almost a year because I wanted to take a break. But yeah. like once you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just kind of like, it's a weird thing. And then everything else is falling through. You're like, yeah, that kind of matches that fucking weird thing. But I think you can like really get along with him and think he's great. But you're even saying like you don't you're not sure if you should get into something with someone with this right off the bat. That's not super sexually compatible. And if you feel like you've given it, you guys have both kind of really tried and given it that effort. Um, then, yeah, I, I, I think you're right in the sense that like I think you're actually also in a good position that like it is pretty casual now. She's not in a good position. No, she's not. She can't she, eat her properly. Yeah. Like how many I also want to know how many times. Because I don't know, I genuinely do not know how many times I could do, like, just be like, without it happen. like, I would get, oh, wow. Yeah, I would say if you really like him and you think that you want to be with him, then you should encourage him to see his doctor. But if... And draw him a diagram. Yeah. Just take, pinch his tongue yeah. and just move it. Yeah. Literally <laughs> just like grab his head. And be like there down don't fucking move and then just clank your legs around his head <laughs> but also but like, if you don't like them then move on yeah and i'm curious uh what you're like are you super turned on by him like are you super yeah. sexually attracted to him like is it the fact that like it's all this build up and then the follow-through is kind of like sucky or is it like is none of that really meshing mm -hmm. like, you know what i mean and that's why i think you can tell if you're sexually compatible or not and then also if he's not willing to fucking work at it then it doesn't matter if you are, he's not gonna. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just can't even imagine. Also, this sounds, I'm so fucking curious about this icy. Like, this, I keep calling it it's icy not, hot. I, icy hot. But isn't that what it's going to feel like? Tingly? That's what icy hot feels like. No, that's not what I see. It it's like might, vapor, vapor rubby. It won't. It's not tingly. It just numbs you. Yeah, but I want to know what it feels like to my mouth. Oh. I'm going to buy it. Mom's it, like, probably, no. it probably would 
be tingly. And I think it would smell like something like chemical. Yeah. But it has to be like, like, what does that feel like on your vagina? Or is it inside the condom? It would be inside the condom because he went to go get the condom on. Okay. So, but he went to get a condom. So he came back. She went down on him. She probably, he probably thought he was being sneaky. You know, like I'm going to get a condom, but he put yeah. the numbing cream on. So then, did he come or did he take the condom off? And then she went down. I don't think it. he he. I think he went to get the condom, but he hadn't put it on yet. Oh, so then he just smeared some stuff. Yeah. Okay. I really want to know what that's like. I'm just really curious. Like, what's well, that? You can try it. Mots won't or let you can me. Just get like. I'm uh, gonna have to put it on my arm and then make out with my arm. Or you can just get like um, what's that? Novocaine. Stuff? Like Ambisol. What? Yeah. What's that? It's like stuff like when people have like canker sores or stuff in their mouth they put that in oh maybe it's like that throat spray i have um yeah okay well now i'm less interested because i have strep throat so i know what that nothing's up feels like <laughs> but that's so but funny. it's so much that you're drooling yeah though, it's gonna be strong can you imagine also sloppy wet blowjob like if you're just drooling everywhere you're just, like, like moving your head because you can't move your mouth so oh you're just God. moving your head <laughs> <laughs> her mouth isn't even touching her his dick is that, is uh, it, uh, there's so much teeth but neither of them can, can feel, feel it because everything's <laughs> numb oh my god this is so fucking weird. yeah you can't date this guy that's so weird it's just so fucking weird and you also have to ask he's not like oh by the way you're drooling all over me and you can't feel your mouth because of this yeah, but he can't feel it either that's so weird that's so weird that's super fun it's like yeah no i'm just not here for people like doing shit and sex that like we haven't agreed upon you know yeah i just keep thinking about um when i had my wisdom teeth taken out and my sister was like she's like you kept, you kept saying i can't move my tongue i can't feel my tongue <laughs> and that's what i think about shout out to my sister because she like, now listens to the show oh yeah yeah that's so <laughs> like religiously now funny. wow okay well let us know what happens give us an update um yeah yeah i just yeah i just fizzle it's, out fizzle out your friends yeah just stop having sex until he figures things out if you like him i'm changing yeah, we have different we have different yeah, opinions. I, I just I'm not I'm not here for the learning curve. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm here for like let me like make this better. But also like if I give you a tip, which is fine, because like the, the first time you have sex with someone, like it's not actually like me mind blowing, but like if you're giving him like verbal and physical, like here's how to do this, and he's just like, I'm gonna fucking ignore you. Like I know your pussy better than you. Like, oh my god. Also, when she says he's like two inches. That's that's like that's your, your thigh. thigh. That's, that's your thigh. That's what I'm saying. Like he's just like sucking on a fucking lip, like being like, <laughs> like that's just so. And like him to be like, no, she says that it's here, but I'm gonna avoid. Like what's clearly, clearly the part that I'm supposed to be getting at. Like that to me, I'm like, you just like it's not even like he's an idiot to me. That just sounds like he's a fucking asshole who's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. Like you're gonna, it's like a guy who's like, no, I'm not gonna go down on you. I'm just gonna make you come purely by touching your nipples and being like, okay, this is fun and all, but like. <laughs> Can we like can we move this along? And also, you're clearly trying. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. And also, she's if he's work. quick, if he's like quick to come or like not staying hard, like that's like, he should be a guy who like then takes it upon himself. Not to say that that's like a negative thing or whatever, but like would take it upon himself. Like that embarrassment or whatever. I would usually think that that's going to get targeted into being like, okay, I really want to pleasure her versus mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm going to get angry. But he hasn't been with anybody in six years, like since he was 22, because he's 28. Yeah, but like your vagina has always been in the, like most women's vagina. It's in the same spot. Like, it's not like, oh, it used to be on the thigh. Do you know what I mean? I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah. But you guys are not porn new. while you have sex. But it would have to be like 
lesbian porn. For yeah, maybe you just put on give like proper directions i just would laugh like if someone just like eating out my thigh i'd be like <laughs> like can you just imagine and you're like oh no it's a little to like this side and he's just not moving and you're like are you avoiding it like is that what you just like hmm, i don't maybe he's gay yeah maybe he's gay who fucking knows but i don't think it's yeah well i guess melissa said that we really like and keep trying but i'll be here to say i told <laughs> like, you so when it never fucking gets better to the doctor but i don't think i don't think she really likes him because they've known each either. other for two years yeah and also you literally said it in a way of being like is this enough to like break up with him yeah. like and, i saw your face in yeah my and she's like we're like dating to see if it gets more serious in yeah. the summer no that's the summer not is not the time work. to get more serious no. either. Cuffing season's in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you want to eat your heavy <laughs> starchy food. Summer's for the fling. Yeah. It's for the flings. It's mm-hmm. for the lifeguards, pool mm-hmm. boys, all that shit. Mm. <laughs> a good time. On to the next. Hi. Um, hey, Megan. So I, I have a little, uh, I have a, not a problem. It's just a, um, I don't know how to explain it. Um, so... I hooked up with this guy. I'm a gay male, by the way. I hooked up with this guy. He's like 28. I'm 18. There's 10 year difference, but you know, he was Latin. I, I have an affinity. I can't. I can't help that. And I get. I get to his house. You know, I have my knife and I have my gun in my glove box. So I'm like safe. Um, and I walk in the house, and um, his husband is there that I didn't know about. And they want me to live with them and be like their gay kids that they um, do things with. And um, how do I say no? But they also want to be my sugar daddies. How do I say yes to that but no to living with them? Thank you. Fuck. Oh, if I could have like that Christy Teigen gif where she's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking shit. Wow. 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 I mean, can, is there room for negotiation? That's if, yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? Would th- I would think if you brought everything to the table, yeah. like, hey, I'm willing to um, be pampered too, but I don't want to live here. Yeah. Like, do you want to hook up with both? Like, are you, are you into that? Like, or also maybe the one that you want to hook up with is he like, does he have enough like say in the relationship that it's like, this is my sugar, but like, can you be a solo sugar baby to one of them? I don't think so. No, it needs to be like a twofer. I think it's a twofer. Well, I mean, I think if you're open to negotiations, (laughs) they're like, you're like literally their sugar child. It's like, I I also can't with the fact that they refer to the term kid. Cause I'm like, no, no, there's sex stuff happening here. Like, like you can be like, they're like sugar. I guess baby it's is baby. always a it's weird. The, is, yeah, it that's is a the term. Familial term, anyway. Yeah, but it's just different now because there's the two. two of them. So, so it sounds sh- like their own child. Daddies. Yeah. Hey, more is more. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think if you're like, if the whole situation as a whole is just like really like not you're not into at all, and the only thing that's enticing is like the sugar baby aspect. Um, I mean. Sure. See if you can yeah. like become a sugar baby with no strings attached, but also like if you're open to. Um, like if there's things you're open to and the thing that's like really like the no-go is living together and then also like you probably have your like hard passes on like 
any sexual things. Um, see if there's room for negotiation. Mm-hmm. I Bring think, an offer to the table. Yeah, wear a yeah. suit yes. with no pants. I love this, and have a full blown contract written up, mm-hmm. and be like. Let's see how this is going to yeah. be a thing. Maybe I think, bring your lawyer into it. <laughs> yeah. Because I think you're right in the sense that, like, I don't think living, I think that's, like, a little, it, to me, seems like a little, like. It seems like they're going to, like, dress him up. and Yeah. It seems a little Barbie dollish. Yeah. And, like, in a way that I don't think is, um, I, I personally, if I was, I don't think that's awesome, like, great. And also, you don't sound like that's, like, mm-hmm. your cup of tea either. Um, So I think, like, if there's a way that they're, like, you can feel, you can you get what you want out of this and you still feel like empowered and you don't feel kind of like pigeon held. Um, I say like, go for like finding that sort of negotiation. Um, and like as w- in regards, but also if you just want to say no as a total ho- whole, I think that's also like very valid and fair just to be like, Hey guys, you know what? Thank I'm super flattered by your offer. Thank you so much. Um, not really what I'm looking for right now. Um, but, uh, very flattered. So, um, yeah thank you carry on Mm -hmm. you know or you can or just be like you know what i'm not uh like i'm again like i'm really flattered by this but like i am not super comfortable like i like my living situation i'm not really comfortable or um looking for a new one yeah um unless you guys want to buy me something (laughs) yeah unless you want to go to my own apartment i really like my own space individually but like you know i would be open to discussing like other aspects um of this that i could get into i just like want to make sure that like we're all on the same page Mm -hmm. um then I think, yeah. Yeah. Negotiations. You never get a contract first and just sign it. Yeah. And I think if you guys are going to like get into anything, I think it probably is good to, even if it's not like legal binding agreements yeah. in that sense, but like any type of relationship, you should have open communication. Yeah. Especially when it's you joining in to someone else's relationship, yeah. having that, um, making sure that you guys are all on the same page with like what we're all okay with and comfortable with. And also making sure that you establish what you're comfortable with before you talk to them. Mm-hmm. So you don't feel pressured in any sense um, to kind of change your comfort levels. And if you do, then like readdress that with them, but don't, don't go into it. Um, like totally on their terms. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Please call us yeah. back. Yeah. I've had friends who've done the sugar baby thing. Have you? Yeah. We had a couple callers yeah. at one point that yeah. had shared their stories. I mean, you know, some people got to fucking pay for college mm-hmm. and also like, live life right yeah it's more a lot more common than i do want the call back from the one girl that was like falling in love with her sugar daddy oh yeah from like season one or two <gasps> they're married they had their own sugar yeah i think she's in australia Ooh, yeah let us know yeah also you let us know too i'd love mm-hmm. to know um what happens yeah maybe you guys can meet on like the chat board and have a discussion yes. <gasps> we should have like a sugar baby like um like subgroup yeah can I join? I just want to, I just want to, I just like. You're an admin, so you can true. see it. <laughs> Megan is always watching. <laughs> Big brother always watching. Wow. Love it. Okay. on Is it time for a break? Time for a break. Okay, guys. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll see you guys soon. Or you'll hear us soon. We'll be back. Yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. 
That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. 
Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is 
your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We are back from our break and uh, let's hop into the rest of the calls. Hi, um, I'm 22. Um, I live, it doesn't matter where I live. Uh, so I just broke up with my boyfriend um, of two years because of a plethora of things, um, but I kind of had like a straw break, I guess, um, when he showed up to my brother's fifth birthday on Muscle Relax. There's no guarantee it was an accident. He didn't know how they would affect him, but you know, whatever accident, air quote, or not, uh, it just, I'm a protective person and I don't allow that around my family. Um, I also have been having a lot of issues with my own, you know, self-love and stuff. And we have to live together for at least the next month while I find a place because I'm moving closer to my family, um, and to a city that's a little bit more accessible. Um, and I guess I was just looking for tips on boundaries because he's insisting that we sleep in the same bed and, you know, make the most of the time we have left. And I didn't break up with him because I didn't love him. Um, it was just, you know, what was best for me and what was best for the people who I love outside of him. And, like, he's just insisting we make most of the time we have left. And I don't know if that's the best way to handle it, I guess. Like, I don't mind it, but, like, it's not like we're cuddling or anything in bed. Like, we're just... Like, I'm sitting on the edge of the bed while we're watching shows or some shit. And it's definitely not the same. And I just want to help with setting boundaries because it's really difficult um, with addiction. And whenever you still love someone, but you just, you know, you need to leave because it's what's best for you. Um, and also, tips on helping to make my new apartment a sanctuary because that's all I want it to be. I just want it to be cozy and fluffy and fucking beautiful for me to grow and take time for myself okay um that's it thank you i didn't give as much detail as i probably should have um basically we just have a long history with addiction and i have a long history with trauma and other bullshit that he's supported me through with like therapy oh my god i'm about to hit the three so i'm gonna go thank you have a good day you guys fucking rock bye i don't know why he's calling the shots and I get that, like, you really care about him and you love him. And, like, I've definitely been in a relationship. Actually, it's a lie. I get why he's calling the shots. Because you also don't disagree with him. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you... If she hasn't put the boundaries. Up. Yeah, because you don't necessarily want to. Because you're right. You do still love him. It is, like, this is what's best for you and your mental health. Um, I think the most important thing when you are... I don't like I don't want to say that you can't trust yourself. Because, like, deep down you can. But, like, the minute to minute, day by day you're having to deal with like okay i know what's right for me versus like this also feels really good so it's really fucking confusing because mm-hmm. like you're also even saying like he supported you through all of this stuff and like it is the addiction that is the issue and like it's a very valid and fair and like empowering self-love reason to be out of the relationship but i think now you need to involve somebody else to hold you accountable for that like very clear correct um thought process that you've had but it's hard to maintain that especially when you see him all the time. So I think it like as much as like, I don't want to as much as it's like, Oh, like winning the relation, like the winning the breakup or whatever, like staying your ground and all of that stuff. I don't think, um, comes in the form of being like, 
if you like talk to your friends about it and they're like, well, no, like he should be the one sleeping on the couch. Well, if he's not, then you should sleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. If he's not going to do that and he's going to insist that like, no, I really want to sleep in the bed with you. If he's not going to respect your boundaries, um, should he be the one sleeping on the couch? Yeah. But like, it might have to be you or even more than that. You have to, you're spending a month, you have a month left stay with a friend, like have a friend come crash at your place too. like, make it so like you are not alone together because like you shouldn't be watching TV together. Like this isn't how a normal breakup would go. And it's also going to make it really hard and confusing and also an even harder transition for you, I think, to then go to being completely by yourself Mm -hmm. in your new apartment. Um, I think even like you said, like, how can I make my apartment feel like a sanctuary? I think like you need to start that process now yeah. because it's like, you guys haven't broken up yet. Like, you've taken away like the answer, the intimate aspects and like you've dialed it back, but like, it's still even being roommates is still like a really like heavily intertwined relationship. And so you guys are still there. Um, so I think even if it inconveniences you for a month staying with a friend, um, or, uh, staying with like a family member or anything like that, or Mm -hmm. anything to get you in a place where like you aren't spending any alone time with him, Um, And I also think it'd be really good for you uh, to spend some time away from that apartment too. Yeah. Because you're going to be in a totally new space. And I think that's going to be a great thing for you because it's not going to be like the memories of this place that you guys had together. But I think that the more you're in an, you're in a place now where you can gradually pull back from all of that and it's not going to be so much cold Turkey. So I think like really trying and making an effort to do that and even just, not hanging out at the house, like having it be like if you have to sleep there and you can't stay at a friend's place one night or you can't stay at like a any a family member's place one night or a friend can't stay with you that one night, then come home just to sleep and you sleep mm-hmm. on the couch. You don't hang out there and you don't watch movies there. You don't watch TV there. Like you don't you don't do that there. You really use it as like this is my crash pad. And and he's your roommate. Yeah. And also just and tell him and be like, I really love you and I really care about you. And I the reason why I'm doing this is because I care about me too. And I need to value me. And I, as much, I don't want you to take this in like a, I don't value our relationship and what it's meant to me, but I need to value myself right now. And I would really, I'm going to let you know, I'm not going to talk to you. Like Mm -hmm. if you talk to me, I'm not going to respond. And I think just telling him that and being like able to create that, but distance now I think is going to be a lot it's going to just benefit you in the long run. And also as much as you're saying that like he's saying this and he's saying this and he's saying this, you just have to create your own boundaries and it doesn't matter if he agrees to them or not because you don't need him to agree to them when you've created them. Mm -hmm. Like you, you get to live up to that. Like if you're like, no, I'm not going to sleep in the same bed as you. He can't, I mean, if he's physically forcing you to then like get out of there. But the same thing of like, you're like, if I'm not going to talk to you, he can't force you to talk to him. And again, if he puts you in a situation where he's like physically harming you, then that's a whole other story, but he's not going to necessarily agree with the boundaries that you want to create, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still have those. Yeah. They're your boundaries. They're not, um, something that you should get okayed by him. Um, so just think about what you want. What is it? And it'll be easier now for you to set them than, um, doing it in the long run. So, Yeah. yeah. But I think, yeah, just friends, Friends are really, yeah. and also I don't, I don't want you, I don't, I'm not saying, I don't want to put words in your mouth because I don't think you should feel this way. Um, but if you do feel any sort of like embarrassment about all of this stuff, I think it happens 
I mean, addiction happens to like, so I've said so many times, like I've dated so many guys who've been to drugs and like, you can kind of feel like an idiot that you're like, how the fuck did I not know this? Or like, how the fuck did I get in this deep? And I feel dumb. Or even if your friends had made an inkling and like suggested it before and you were like, no, no, no way. You shut it down. The more open and honest you can be with everybody in your life, then they're going to be able to do the most for you and support you the most. So um, as much as like obviously respecting his privacy and everything like that, like this is something that you're also going through. So let your friends know because your friends are going to be able to be there for you when they understand the situation, like really explicitly. Um, And yeah, I I mean, like if I had any friend who had like been like was going through this and like, oh, I'd be like, no, hundred percent like crash on my couch for mm-hmm. as long as you need. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, that I'm sure there are people in your life who totally will do that and just make sure that you're being really honest with them about the situation and also about what you need from them as friends to support you yeah. through all of it. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's rough. It's super rough, but and you're then gonna... how to make her place like more comfortable. <gasps> oh, I mean, I think, Number one, just like go like that. What's that? That that's is it a Swedish term? It's like higgy, higgy or whatever. High H Y G something. But it's supposed to be like just like cozy, cozy, mm-hmm. cozy, cozy sort of things. Um, I think focus. I mean, a get a gravity blanket. Yeah, a gravity We're blanket obsessed. and Buffy. Too. Oh my god! Yeah, we both have those. Mm-hmm. They're probably advertising in this episode too, so you can get. Yeah, Melissa told me to get one before they were even sponsoring the show. Yeah. And I was like, I'm obsessed. And then they sponsored and then Mm -hmm. they're the best. (laughs) Um, So I would focus on things that uh, that kind of comfort level Mm -hmm. of like stuff that's good for you in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Things that smell good also make me like lavender calms me down Mm -hmm. and things that are going to you walk in and you just see things that um, make you feel good. Yeah. And I think also pictures of like your friends and your family and stuff that's might not necessarily have like a a physical feeling of coziness and warmth but things so when you look around your room or artwork or paint anything that Mm -hmm. like when you look around it makes you happy and it makes you feel like safe and nice and good and secure um I'm like a hyper paranoid person so for me like I love being able to have like so many lights in rooms and like have them them be able to like really all the way turn on um I had a night light for like the longest time um and now one of our lights just like won't turn off in our kitchen so like that's my nightlight because I can (laughs) still see it all the way from our fucking bedroom um so I think stuff like that is is super great um and then also to feel safe and I I would as much as alone time feels really um can be really like therapeutic also inviting people over Mm -hmm. and having like it's your sanctuary and it's your safe space but also you can let people into your sanctuary and your safe space and like having making like weekly plans with friends and Mm -hmm. all that stuff because as someone who lived alone for a long time like it can get really lonely yeah and it can be really cathartic at some points but it can also just feel isolating so making sure that you're um still going out of your comfort zone and like having or like staying within your like comfort like this is my cozy comfortable place and I'm going to bring people into it if you don't feel like ready to like m- explore outside of that and then I would also say start um a new hobby at like at mm-hmm. your home so like maybe you get into painting watercolors you get into something that's like an activity once you come home that isn't just like content that isn't just like watching tv or anything like that that you've got like a little corner on your desk where like you like to paint or you like like to like whether it's like make friendship bracelets knitting something that you can do that feels um like productive and relaxing Mm -hmm. that isn't 
um, content because content can also be triggering. Yeah. Like there's definitely like, there's so many fucking things that I'm like halfway through. I'm like, yeah, I can't watch this. It's just making me feel fucking worse. Like I yeah. can't do this. So something that can take your mind off of that too. Mm-hmm. And music, get speakers, music, yeah. speakers all around the apartment. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. Also for me, like color is a big thing. So mm-hmm. like, um, like when I walk in, it's like purplish. Um, like my curtains are purple. My, I have a fuzzy purple rug. Um, and then like my bedroom, there's like lots of like gold tones in there so that when the sun shines in, mm-hmm. in the morning, then my whole room is like golden. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's another thing. To yeah. Think about. And curtains feeling safe. Yeah. Yep. That's another good one. I have blackout curtains, which I love. But then the other thing I did with, I got blackout curtains. So um, if I like want to feel like really isolated in a way I can, but then I also got curtains that go underneath it. So mm-hmm. they're like sheerer, so people can't see in. But if I still want the light without feeling like too exposed, I can yeah. have that. Um, so I think that's also a good yeah. one, you know. That's Alarm cool. system, the Alexa yes. thing you're telling us. Oh, about. yeah. Alexa has this new thing that's called like Alexa Guard. So when you leave your house, you can say, Alexa, I'm leaving, and it'll make it so like if there's a fire or if glass breaks or anything weird happens in your house, then it'll send an alert to your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then when you come home, you say, Alexa, I'm back. And she's like, welcome home, Melissa. <laughs> or whatever. It's really welcome. Unless you change your name to Melissa. Yeah. yeah whatever funny. your name is. It's always just Melissa, though. <laughs> Alexa's like, I only do this for Melissa's. And I'm like, well, fine. Sure. There can be more Melissa's. But um, congrats on your new apartment. Yeah. That's, I think a, it'll be that's great. a big step. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. It'll be good. And also just lots of, uh, uh, last one I'll say, speakers, podcast. I mean, uh, music is great, but also podcasts. Mm-hmm. That for me, when I'm... Um, home alone or even when I lived alone playing it made it feel like it I wasn't so isolated like there are people around yeah it's like that meme of everyone being like haha me laughing alone in my car to the people who don't know that I'm like they're I'm best friends with these people on a podcast so (laughs) it feels nice it includes some I also do that with like getting like a postmate I always have like a podcast playing or something that's not tv so I'm like oh I have all these people and like don't kidnap me I mean, I'm paranoid. Okay. You know, that's how I say comfort, like my, my cozy well, comfort. I always tell my postmates just to leave the food at the door. So, yeah, I should do that. Yeah. Then I don't have to. I talk rarely to them do at all. it though, because usually Aislinn understands my paranoia and she'll do it. And then it's not, it par- it's just, I don't want to talk to people, as I've said before. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's valid. People yeah. suck. Yeah. People are the worst. Well, um, yeah. I'm excited for you and your new adventure. So let us know how it goes. Send us pictures um, on uh, Instagram of your oh, cute apartment mm-hmm. of the inside. We don't need to see the outside. We're good. Hi, Megan. So I just learned about some news with my oldest younger brother. Um, I'm 21 and he's 17, I believe. Um, we found out that he was my dad's kid about five or six years ago sorry here's some backstory um and he has his entire life gone through so much like he's been abused in every single way you could think of basically from his mom being a drug addict dating men who abuse him and all that type of stuff and his grandmother being a drug addict and he was primarily in her custody. Don't know how. Um, we tried helping him, gave him all the resources we could when he was like a preteen, um, when he lived with my dad, and it just didn't work. He kept stealing from my parents. He kept threatening all these things. He went to counseling, and he was 
diagnosed, I would say, as a clinical sociopath. Um, I don't know if that's important or not, but I just learned that after he moved back into his uncle's house and then moved back with his mom, which wasn't the best place for him at all, um, he had gone to juvie twice and is now being charged as, as an adult for raping a child. And even though him and I aren't close, I don't know how to feel about it. Obviously, like, it's disgusting and I can't believe that it happened, but at the same time, that's my brother. So I don't, I don't really know how to deal with it. Um, if you could obviously give me some advice, that would be great. I just, I don't, I don't know how to deal with it. And it's kind of freaking me out. So yeah. Thank you. Bye. Oh, fuck. Um, damn. Well, I think the first thing, I think it is, I mean, it sucks, but I think like it is important that he has been diagnosed as a clinical sociopath. Yeah, yeah. And I understand that like familially blood related, this is your brother. Um, and I think the more research you can possibly do on sociopaths, I think you might understand that the relationship and the kinship that you feel towards him as your brother, he doesn't feel towards you. And he, if he is, a clinic, he doesn't have that sense of empathy and remorse and love and the the compassion that you're giving him he doesn't have not only does he not have for you he doesn't have for anybody yeah and it really sucks when someone in your life that you have those feelings for and you have that like innate human relationship with when that's not matched um it's really confusing and it's really hard because you can't ever really put yourself in his place because he doesn't have that sense of empathy and that is what makes humans human like that is that is one of those things and when he doesn't have that it's hard to wrap your head around how someone could not have that mm -hmm. because there's also a huge aspect of manipulation when it comes to sociopaths who um, can't, if you can, you can tell, I know a lot about them. Um, but, um, a lot of it is mimicking and seeing like, oh, this is, I see how these humans are, how these people, I keep saying like human, like he's an alien, he's not an alien, but like, I see how people are reacting and communicate with each other on a TV show. And I'm going to mimic that mm -hmm. to get what I want and get what I need. So it can be really confusing and hard because, it doesn't really all line up as a story yeah. because there are moments where it feels like, no, this feels like compassion. This feels like humanity. And then he's stealing something. It's, it's not, it's never there out of like the goodness of their heart. It's there out of the fact that like, that's what's happening. And mm -hmm. I also want to say like, there's as much as like sociopaths are depicted as like serial killers and so incredibly scary and all of that stuff. It's a mental disorder mm -hmm. and it's not something that, um, necessarily like makes him a monster or a terrible person. It is the reason why he has done these things. And it's the reason why these things have happened and it hasn't changed or gotten better. And it adds up to the fact that a huge thing with sociopaths and a huge uh, connection is people who were abused as children. Yeah. And, and like prom promiscuous sexual behavior yeah. and infidelity are parts of that. And abusing children is, mm -hmm. is a part of that profile as and a it, sociopath as it well. It checks out from his whole life that mm -hmm. like it fucking sucks that 
like there are a bunch of studies of people not knowing like are people born sociopaths nature versus nurture and all of that stuff and it totally fucking sucks that this is where he's ended up but this is where he's ended up yeah and it's not something that you are going to be able you or anybody's going to be able to change and i think like the more that you can look at it as he's a danger to himself and other people right now um and that this is like a terrible disgusting thing that i mean it's been terrible things that have been going on that you and your family have tried to steer him in the right right direction it's not been able to work and now it's at a point where it's not just affecting your family and in a way that you guys can deal with while still being frustrated. Like this has gone to a whole different level and knowing the fact that if he's not able to be a like productive, positive part of society right now, then like he shouldn't be, Mm -hmm. he should be charged as an adult and he shouldn't be able to be out and around. He should be a registered sex offender. There should be all of these things that like, that doesn't change. Like he's still your brother, but he isn't capable and shouldn't be allowed to be in certain situations Mm -hmm. and the law should enforce that. Yeah. And I think the more that you learn about, um, like what a sociopath is and that then the more you'll be educated and you can understand him more. And I would also suggest therapy for you is great. Um, in your family too. Yeah. yeah, Just to understand it more. Cause I mean, I've definitely understood it a lot more in therapy. Um, and it's something that it just, it's one of those things that like the more research that you do on your own and the more that you can talk to professionals about it, I promise you for all of you, it will be these moments of, Oh, it clicks. Oh, it clicks. And it clicks not in like a year. It doesn't click in like a certain specific time period of his life. You're going, it's going to click in every aspect and you're going to be able to look back on it. And I'm not saying that it's going to tarnish your memories at all, or it's going to like do anything like that, but it's going to make this like sadness that you feel of wanting him to do better and thinking that he can and like feeling this obligation to be like, well, what about me? What have I done? All of these things. It's going to be like, you know what? This is him. Mm-hmm. This sucks that this is like, was his situation is some circumstance when he was really young and it was out of our hands. And this is where he's at now. But this empathy that I, or and this, these, these feelings that I have of like sadness about like, like of that this is my brother and he's doing all these terrible things. It's going to change your relationship dynamic in a, how you view your relationship in a way of being like, Oh, I was never going to get what I wanted. Like what I needed as a relationship out of this person, I was Mm -hmm. never going to get that. And I think when you have that, it kind of closes that chapter. Then it, I think the worst thing ever is like when there's a relationship you have with someone and like, you can't get what you want out of it. Mm -hmm. And once you realize that like that was, you're not going to be able to, I think you will feel a lot, um, come to terms with it a lot more and like you'll you'll feel a lot better and you'll feel a lot more empowered and controlled in your own life because there was nothing you could have done which is like yeah it's a frustrating thing but um yeah i think it's the more re- yeah i think knowledge is power and the more you can research it and understand it and then yeah i think if you can talk to a therapist about all of it um it makes sense i mean there's like the same interviews that happens with like people whose kids commit murders and shootings and all of that stuff like that it's a process of figuring all that stuff out and also i think if it feels productive for you to um 
really like, uh, like volunteer with like young kids and, um, doing like work with a charity that focuses on, um, helping like young abused kids in that Mm -hmm. situation, like channel that like sadness that you have, um, and empathy you have for your brother to like people who are in his same shoes when he was that age, because I don't want to call him a lost cause, but I think like that empathy, um, I think there's a lot of kids out there who could really use that, Mm -hmm. like love nurture and love, um, that have parents that that are like drug abusers and stuff. So yeah, Yeah, I think probably abused them. Yeah. And I think that's those, those people are going to be really susceptible, like being, they're going to be able to feel that and absorb that from you. And I think you're going to find that to feel a much more like fulfilling Mm -hmm. place. Cause I think pouring love into a sociopath does nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it sucks and like, it feels exhausting, but you always kind of like hold out a little bit of hope, but the, the more than you can pour love into other people and people who maybe you see like young him in, I think, uh, I think that's going to be a much more, um, a, a good relationship on both ends. It's not uh-huh. going to be so draining for you, but this really sucks. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Oof. Hmm. I wish I could give you a hug. Yeah. Just like close your eyes and we're all pretend we're hugging right now. Your eyes closed. Okay. Okay. That was our hug. That was a good one. Hope I wasn't the only one closing my eyes. I closed my eyes. Okay. Well, you always close your eyes for no reason. <laughs> Randomly all the time. I think. I'm a deep thinker. Oh, yeah. She's an Aquarius. She's not from this planet. That's why. <laughs> okay. Is this... Do we have another one? Or are we on to... Uh, don't blame them. We are on to don't blame them. Uh, and this is where listeners, you guys, call in with your own advice on um, previous calls. If you've mm-hmm. been through something similar. Mm-hmm. So this is from episode 24 from season two. Um, the original caller was very, 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 very concerned that she would get pregnant. (gasps) Okay. Yeah. I loved this one. So this is someone calling in to share their advice. If someone got fucking pregnant from dry humping, I'm going to lose it. Did she? No. Oh, thank God. Hey, Megan, I am listening to the last podcast with Melissa, um, and there was a girl that called because she's super paranoid about um, getting pregnant, even if she's not having sex. And I cannot even tell you how much that you see me. I'm 22, and I've been with my boyfriend for almost five years now. Um, he's the only guy I've had sex with, but that used to be me to a T. I made him take me to get Plan B one time just because we made out, and he came in his hand. So I totally get it. However, it's sort of something I've just I've kind of grown out of, so partially because I have an IUD, and even with an IUD, I did not let him come in me for the first year, because I was still terrified, and then my doctor basically told me, there's the slimmest chance of getting pregnant with an IUD, like, there's no point, like, just let it happen, so I've gotten comfortable with it now after a few minor, major panic attacks, Um, so I totally get it, it's just something that you have to learn to trust your partner, trust yourself trust your body and eventually you'll probably just get used to it or kind of grow out of it I guess also with what Megan said about implantation bleeding I said every time I started my period I would say I saw my period or I'm not spotting it's implantation bleeding but I figured out by a lot of research that implantation implantation bleeding is usually a very dark color it's like brown 
usually what sometimes your spotting can be, but sometimes that's helpful to know that your period is usually going to be a little bit more red than implantation bleeding. It's going to be a very dark brown usually. So that's something that helps me get through that. So good luck, girl. You're probably not going to get pregnant, especially if you're being as cautious as you are. But good luck. Everybody stay safe. And thanks. Love the show, guys. Bye. I I just want to applaud. I'm not here to like applaud a fish or something. And I'm really not here to applaud usually like straight boys. But like that boyfriend for buying plan B when he came in his pants and being like, yeah, babe, I'll buy I'll spend I'll spend 45 50, fucking yeah. dollars on this for sure. Here you go. That's been I think that's really sweet. That is sweet. They're still together, too. Yeah. So. Five years. Going, that's so, going strong. Yeah. So original color. You're not alone. You're not. You're not. Yeah. I mean, it's just so unlikely. But I do like how casual she made her doctor sound. Like she made her, her doctor sound like she was peer pressure. Just like yeah. fucking let him come inside you. <laughs> just let him nut. Like, just let him fucking nut. <laughs> like you're being stupid. <laughs> not that she said that. Not that you're being stupid. But yeah. no, it's it's yeah. It's funny. Knowledge is power. It is. Once you figure this out, you're like, oh wow, okay. Yeah. And then you can enjoy yourself more. Yeah. Oh yeah. And also like. Don't take plan B if you really don't have to, guys. Yeah. Don't do that at all. At all. All right. Well, guys, that's it for our episode. I hope you enjoyed. Me too. Um, if you guys uh, haven't checked out the Patreon, please, please, please check it out. Mm-hmm. There's new content from us. Mm-hmm. There's new content Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So much content. Yeah. For all of you who want more, this is where you go. Mm-hmm. More is more. This is where you belong. Patreon. Um, and check out our Instagram, Don't Blonde Meme Pod. And uh, if you guys want to uh, call in for an upcoming episode, you can give us a call at 310-694-0976. You're going to need to do both hands. Yeah. She was trying to do along with her hands. Um, and international listeners, send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. You only did like four letters. I know. Um, I could get them all in, but you were I'm just going, going too fast. It's true. Um, and uh, what else, guys? Check our That's Instagrams it. out. We're yeah. always in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 